0: hi guys welcome back or if it's your first time here and thank you for joining us this is the doula's guide to dot 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 with me meg also known as the dungaree doula it's the podcast where we talk about all things pregnancy birth and parenting my aim is to share unbiased information alongside a bit of friendly chit chat to ensure that you head into parenthood feeling confident and excited for what's to come If you're new to the podcast and would like to know more about me then go and check out episode one for a little introduction and a big chat on hypnobirthing and then the following episodes for some great birth and parenting preparation. And if you love the podcast you can now leave me a little tip to say thank you via buy me a coffee. The link is in the show notes so a huge thank you in advance if you do that. This episode, I wanted to chat a little bit about reframing contractions and the way that we think about birth, just to sort of make it a little bit more manageable, a little bit more achievable, and to take away some more of that fear. Because remember, everything that we're trying to do during pregnancy is just trying to take away that fear of birth, so that when we go into labour, we're not triggering any sort of fight or flight reactions, we're not triggering any feelings of scaredness, any anxiety, any stresses. We're Going into it free from fear, feeling confident, feeling like we've got this, feeling like we can do this. So, reframing contractions is totally possible and there are many different ways to do this and some of the things that I talk about in this episode might really resonate with you. Some of them might not, so just take what feels right. You don't have to do your birth prep in the same way as anybody else. You don't have to do what I'm telling you to do. Take the bits that resonate. So it's really, really important, like I said, that we don't go into labour feeling absolutely shit scared. (laughs) And if you want to know more about that, then check out the episode on building up a positive birth mindset. I think it might have even been the second ever episode of the podcast. But if you listen to that episode, it'll give you a little bit more of an idea of why it's really important that we do build up this mindset around birth that does feel positive and that does feel really manageable. And I think one of the main things that people are scared of, well it is, it definitely is the main thing that almost all of us are scared of, is the contractions and what they're going to feel like. And this is especially sort of prominent in people who have never given birth before. So if you are a first-time parent listening to this, you're probably feeling a little bit nervous you might be well you might be feeling absolutely terrified you might just be feeling a little bit nervous because it's that fear of the unknown because you've never had a contraction before and because you've never really been through anything that is comparable to birth. And then on the other side of that, sometimes I get second-time parents, um, third-time parents, people who are pregnant for the fourth, fifth, sixth time, who have never had a physiological birth. And so, again, they're scared of going through it again because possibly the first time around they weren't informed. And so they did have a painful labour because maybe it was sped up or it was induced or they just felt really out of control because they didn't know what to expect. And they're wanting, you know, something different. They're wanting it to be different this time around. So they're still scared or nervous of the contractions because they have had a negative experience. And if you have, if that's you, it doesn't have to go like that again. You absolutely can still have a positive experience where you do feel in control of the contractions and you do feel like you can manage them. So one of the main ways that we can reframe how we think about contractions is to think about what they actually are. So a lot of people just go into labour, go into birth, and they think that labour is going to be painful, right? You've already had that seed planted. So you tell people that you're pregnant at the beginning of your pregnancy or whenever you tell them, and they go like, oh, congratulations, I bet you're really scared of birth, you need to take all the drugs, it's really awful this thing happened to me this thing happened to my auntie it's always really bad it's going to be really painful no one's stopping us and going oh are you excited for birth well i say none of us i'm doing that when i find out someone's pregnant i'm like oh are you excited it's gonna be great and everyone is like what the hell <laughs> Bit weird, but um, not many people are doing that. Most people are saying, you know, that narrative of like, yeah, take all of the drugs, it's going to be really painful. And so we start to fear these contractions. We start to think about these really overwhelming, horrific sensations that are going to be bigger than us and that are going to take over our bodies and that are going to completely make us feel really out of control without ever actually looking into what a contraction is, what happens when we have a contraction, and how we can manage them. So the way that contractions work is that they build up. So it's not like you go into labor and they're immediately incredibly stressful. For some people they are. Obviously everybody has labor diff everybody labors differently and if you have what's called a precipitous labor, which is an incredibly fast labor, They might feel quite strong at first, but for the majority of us, they start off feeling really weak. So at the beginning, they start off feeling like mild period pains and they rise. And it's really important that we understand that this happens because that's how our body learns to deal with the increase in intensity. So they start off quite weak, mild period pains. A contraction also isn't at its peak for the entirety of the contraction. So your contractions will probably last around 45 seconds to a minute. But these early ones might even be quicker than that. They might only be 20, 30 seconds. And what happens is a contraction starts to rise. So the sensations of the contraction, it builds up. And then it peaks and then it falls. So about a third of the contraction time is at its peak. So it's not just like, you know, one solid minute of intense pain. You have a bit of a rise, you have a peak, and then you have a fall. And like I said, they're building up. So at first, they're not particularly painful. You can go about your day as you would if you weren't in labour. So you can go and, you know, walk the dog, you can go and have a coffee with a friend, you can just go about your day for the early labour bit. The contractions at this point are not going to be really making you feel out of it. And what's happening during these contractions is we're building up a hormone called an endorphin, so our feel-good pain-killing hormone. Our body is releasing endorphins throughout the duration of early labour when we get a contraction and the reason why is because as I've just said there are pain relieving contractions so when the contractions do become more intense as we move into the active labour where we do feel we have all of these endorphins already banked up within our body and our body's like now's good time and it starts relieving these painkillers, our body's natural painkillers through our bodies so that we can cope better with the more intense ones. So there's, they're really purposeful, these early labour ones. But yeah, they're, they're not going to be super painful straight away. It's going to build up. So that's early labour. That's what's happening. And then as we move through labour and they do begin to come more intense, it's still not like one on top of the other. And again, I can't speak for everybody. Some people do experience really close together contractions, but it's quite rare to experience them like that. Usually you would get like a back-to-back contraction pattern if you've had induction, if your labour has been sort of artificially sped up. For the majority of us, your labour pattern will go from early labour into active labour. And as it gets into the active part, where you're really, you know, your body's doing a lot of work, you're getting ready to meet your baby, you're really dilating quite rapidly the contractions still have gaps between them. So they still take that sort of rise, peak and fall pattern and they still have a gap between them. So say they're lasting a minute, you have a contraction for a minute, that's 20 seconds of it's building up, 20 seconds at the peak and 20 seconds of it falling. And then you have a few minutes after that to sort of gather yourself, to compose yourself to get a drink, to get a little snack, to take a big deep breath, to have a hug from your partner and as you await for the next one. So it's not like you're just in sort of hours of pain or anything like that. You're having breaks in between them, they're rising, they're falling, you can anticipate them. Another way that I think is a really sort of solid way to reframe how we think about them is to just stop calling them pain. So I've called them painful for the duration of this podcast to emphasise the point. As I've been talking, you've probably been thinking, well, that sounds good, you know, that's reassuring, but also she's still talking about the fact that they're going to hurt. And I can't actually tell you whether they're going to hurt or not. For some people, labour is quite painful. For some people, it's not painful at all. And that is why I really recommend using different language for them. I know some people don't like this. Some people don't feel that the word contraction or pain has negative connotations. And that's absolutely fine. If you don't mind that, then stick with it. Like I said, just take what resonates. But for a lot of people, it can help to use other language. So for the rest of the podcast, I will be referring to contractions as sensations. That is how I always talk to my clients about contractions, I say the sensations of labour because that's what it is. It also is technically a contraction, your uterus is contracting, but just because of the negative connotations that we have imprinted on us, imprinted on us from society, from friends, from the media, then I think it's important that we change that if that feels right for us. So some people, especially people who are doing hypnobirthing, we'll call them surges or waves. But for me, I just feel like sensations resonates because I feel like sensations is such a good word because sensation does cover such a vast sort of area of what it might feel like. So a sensation could be anything and yeah, how you sort of experience the sensations of labour will be different. It will be different for everybody. So a lot of, yeah, a lot of the language around contractions just has really negative connotations. So you might want to try something else. You might want to call them the sensations of labour. And that is what I do. I really just, I I like that. That resonates for me using the sensations of labour. So going back to what we were talking about, you're having these sensations of labour And like I said, they're building up and they're building up. And then as they do become stronger, as the sensations become stronger, your body starts to release endorphins, which are going to make them sort of not as painful as they would be if you didn't have it. It's your body's natural painkiller. Other things that make contractions or sensations really painful are going into labour and being scared. I know that you're probably just thinking, this sounds like a load of rubbish, this sounds like woo-woo, what difference does it make if I'm scared? If you're really scared of the sensations of labour, you can get trapped in the fear, tension, pain cycle. So this is what happens when we're really, really scared of labour. When we're really scared of labour, we go into it really tensed up, right? We go into it and we trigger a fight or flight reaction. So when we go into fight or flight, lots of things happen that are not conducive to our sensations of labor working as they should, right? When we go into it and we go into fight or flight, all of the oxygenated red blood cells that would have, in a sort of straightforward labor, been directed towards our uterus so that it could contract really efficiently, get diverted elsewhere so in fight or flight our bodily systems are overridden by this reaction and those oxygenated red blood cells are instead sent to our arms so that we can fight and to our legs so that we can fly i.e run away that's what happens when we go into fight or flight so this is obviously quite disastrous for our labors and for the sensations of labor to keep building up because for our uterus to contract it needs oxygenated red blood cells being sent to the area when we're really scared, we're going into fight or flight and we're sending them away from the area. So we're making it a lot harder for our uterus to contract. We're already setting ourselves up on the back foot from the get go. When we begin to fight off, flight, like lots of other things happen as well. We can become dehydrated, our breathing can increase, our heart rate can increase, and obviously all of those things, again, are not optimal for our bodily systems, our bodily functions, to be working at peak performance as we would want them to as we go through labour. So we really want to take the fear away from these sensations, from how labour might feel, so that we're not sort of, yeah, setting ourselves up. For failure from the beginning. And I'm not saying that you're setting yourself up for failure. There's not a way that you can fail at birth, but setting yourself up for an experience that you probably didn't want, right? We want to set ourselves up for the best and easiest possible route that our birth could take. And we can do that by taking out this fear. And like I've just said, you can get stuck in the fear tension pain cycle from going into it really scared so the fear tension pain cycle is like I said when you go into it and you're really really scared you're full of fear so you start to tense up when you start to tense up your your muscles within your uterus become really hard and the contractions the sensations the waves the surges they feel more painful right? Because your baby is pushing against hard muscle, because the muscle's not oxygenated anymore, because the blood flow is being diverted away. So you do physically feel more pain. And this just affirms our fears, right? So this makes our like brains go, oh my god, it hurts so much, I was right to worry. When we feel like that, we become more tense, If we become more tense, it hurts even more and we get stuck in this really, really vicious cycle where we just perpetuate the notion because we're constantly creating more tension, which is creating more pain, which is making us sort of freeze up, get even more scared. God, I was so right to be scared. This is awful. You get more tense. You feel more pain until it just becomes unbearable and you sort of start asking for things that maybe you didn't want. So maybe you end up with um an epidural maybe you end up with an induction because everything slows down and there's no shame in having an epidural or induction if that's what you want and need but if you didn't want them and this has come from a place of fear then that's not great because that's robbing you of what you wanted from your birth experience So we really need to change the way that we speak about contractions and use these words instead. Sensations, waves, surges is sort of a really good first step to doing that because it just sounds a lot nicer. It sounds like the sensations of labour. I can deal with that. Easy peasy. Nothing to worry about. So, yeah, just just trying to reframe how we think about them is a really, really great way to do that. Some other ways that we can reframe how we think about the sensations of labour is thinking about the fact that these sensations are purposeful. These feelings that you are going to feel, these different sensations, however you experience them, are really purposeful. It's not like other bodily sensations that we physically cannot control and that are like foreign to our body. So for example, when you stub your toe, that feels really painful, right? there's no denying it. If you stub your toe, it is painful. And that's because your body was not expecting it. It's a big shock. We're not meant to stub our toes. It's not something we're meant to feel. So we stub our toe. It's a big shock. It really hurts. It makes us sort of gasp. We we sort of lose our breath and we can feel really uncomfortable from it. People expect to go into labour and it to be completely similar because they've only ever experienced painful sensations in this way before. But the sensations of labour are not like that. They're made within our bodies. They're made by our bodies. They're controlled by the hormones within our bodies. And they're for a purpose. And they build up, like I said at the beginning. So they're building. They're rising in intensity. But also they come from within us. It's not an unforeseen experience like stubbing your toe or like breaking a leg or anything like that. Your body anticipates it. Your body builds them up at a rate that is manageable for you. And then it's sort of, you can get through it. Like you can just get through it. You can manage it on a mental level by thinking about it in this way rather than just sort of tensing up and going, oh, I know that I've got so much to come and it's going to be awful. You can actually think about it in this way, in that this is a really purposeful feeling. This is to get my baby F side, right? It's for a really exciting reason. We're feeling these sensations. We're getting to experience this incredible journey to bringing our babies into the world through these sensations. It's completely different to an unexpected fall that breaks your leg or stubbing your toe really hard on a door or something like that. Unlike other pain as well, like I've said, you get breaks in between. And on a mental level, again, that's super helpful and can really just help people get through it. Because every time you, like, complete another sensation, so every time one of them is complete, you can just tell yourself, boom, another one down, another step closer to meeting my baby, I can do this. I can do anything for a minute, right? It's not a, it's not a prolonged pain like breaking your leg, you don't know when that's going to stop, you know you're going to need some pain relief to get through it, you know that you're going to probably need an operation and it's going to be this really long sort of horrendous journey that really hurts. It is not like that. It is a journey to meet your baby. You get breaks, it builds up, it is manageable, you only have to deal with short bursts of the sensations. You can do anything for a minute, you can absolutely do anything for a minute, you can get through the sensation of labour, even if it does hurt, Even if it does feel painful, you've only got to deal with that for a minute. You've only got to deal with the peak of pain for about 20 seconds, right? It is manageable. If you think about it, if you're using the breathing techniques, if you go back and listen to the breathing techniques episode or if you've already listened to it, I can't remember what episode it is, but one of the episodes of this podcast is about breathing techniques. Um, It's a really highly rated episode. I think it's actually the most popular episode of the podcast at the minute. Um, In that one, I talk about how If you're using these breathing techniques to get through the sensations of labour, you only need to do four big deep breaths because they take quite a long time. You've got to do this big deep breath through your nose, a big long exhale out of your mouth. You only have to do that four times and then the sensation has completely passed. You can do anything for four deep breaths. Even if it does feel painful, even if it does feel a bit shit, you can deal with it for four deep breaths, right? I saw a video on Instagram, I think it was. I cannot tell you who posted it, um, but I saw a video shared on Instagram because it was so long ago. If I can find it, I will link it in the show notes. But basically, it was where somebody had said, if you want to practice getting through your contractions, do something semi-uncomfortable for a minute and practice the breathing with it. And what their example was, I think if I'm remembering this correctly, it was like holding some ice or something like that. So like this I'm really explaining this badly, but <laughs> this woman, um, in this video, I'm sure she had like a bowl of ice and she'd picked up a handful of ice and it said like, you know, what you should do to practice is pick up this ice, and you know, the first time you might do it, you might be like, ooh. That feels a bit sharp. But actually, if you can really get a grip on your mindset around it, if you tell yourself, I've only got to hold this ice for a minute, I'm going to do a couple of deep breaths and then I can put it down, you pick up this ice, you take four really big deep breaths, and then you drop it, you can get through that really super easily. And it's the same with a contraction. And in fact, I would say that getting through the sensations of labour is even easier than that. Because when you're holding the ice afterwards, your hand's still going to feel cold, your hand's going to go numb, it's not going to feel particularly nice. Whereas the sort of after effect of feeling the sensations of labour is that it does just stop. And then you can just go back to, you know, chatting to people, getting a drink, sitting on your bath ball, moving positions, going for a wee, whatever you want to do in those rest periods. But yeah, you can get through a minute of the sensations it's totally totally manageable and again other mindset work is sort of changing about how we think about them thinking about how purposeful they are like I've just said and how each one brings you closer to meeting your baby so that is just such a good thing to have in your mindset that every time you get through one of these sensations you just tell yourself right I'm done I'm one step closer to meeting my baby one step closer to the end of labor one step closer to it all being done and one step closer at one more contraction one more sensation one more wave one more surge that I never have to experience again another one down and you can just sort of welcome each one and celebrate it as it's coming because every time you get one that's a really good sign right your labor is progressing you are getting closer to meeting your baby you want to try and welcome them you want to try and be like, come on, bring it on. Give me these contractions. Let's get through it. We can do this. And then you can really just, yeah, feel like they're really purposeful. Some other things that people find really helpful is using affirmations. So um, sort of a really popular hypnobirthing one is my surges cannot be stronger than me because they come from within me. So we've kind of sort of touched on that already, but all of the sensations of labor the surges they are from within your body they're not an external thing causing you pain or causing you sort of hair or causing you to go into fight or flight or anything like that it is just sort of the biomechanics of birth the way that birth works physiological birth is just a a cocktail of hormones stimulating these uterus contractions to get your baby out, to dilate your cervix, to thin efface your cervix, to dilate it, and then to push your baby out. It is super, super clever. Your body was made to do this. It's not meant to be a horrific test of endurance. It's meant to be a joyful experience that brings you to meeting your baby. You absolutely can do it. And this affirmation is right. Your stages will not be stronger than you because they come from within you. And that's why sometimes people, you might hear people who have been induced, say that their contractions were incredibly painful. Because typically, induced contractions do hurt more because they don't come from within you. They come from a synthetic form of the hormones that we need for labour. And that's what stimulates the uterus to contract. And that's not from within your body. So they do feel more painful. Induced contractions do feel more painful than sensations that come from a labour that has not been induced. So again, if people are saying to you, it's so painful, it hurts so much. Well, what is it that made it so painful for you? Was it actually that you were induced and that was why it hurt so much? Because a lot of the times it will be because we do have such high induction rates in this country. Um, and that's not to say you know that they were wrong for for accepting induction or anything like that people's bad stories are completely their own but just if people are telling you their horror stories it's good to clarify you know well maybe theirs was bad because of this and you can learn from it you don't have to say this to them I would never say to somebody you know like oh well I'm sorry that happened to you but it won't happen to me I'm going to be I'm going to do better than you because that, that's not what it's about at all like that's not that's not fair um but in your head you can just say to yourself right that's okay but that was their experience there are a reason why that happened and it's not mine I'm not going to take that on other affirmations that people like to use that every stage brings me closer to meeting my baby like I said earlier if you can just accept every single one and just be like right boom Another one down and getting closer. We're getting there. I'm going to meet my baby soon. How incredible is that? I can do anything for a minute. You absolutely can. You can do anything for a minute. And my body was made to do this because your body absolutely was made to do this, right? It was. Birth is a physiological process. Your body is super clever. Your body knows how to give birth. So, that's most of what I wanted to say, but I do just want to tell you something that I think will be really helpful. A lot of people really like to hear this. (laughs) As we prepare for birth, it is really easy to become overwhelmed by the unknowns, right? It's going to be an undetermined amount of time. We don't know how it's going to feel. We don't know what the stages of labour are going to be like, but you can reframe it in all of the ways that I've said, and also by thinking about it this way, so I'm going to give you some actual sort of statistics now that can help you to really put into practice what we've been saying. So, the average first stage of labour for a first-time parent is eight hours. I know that probably sounds like a long time, but when you're in labour, you go time blind. You have no idea. You could have been in labour for like eight straight hours, and it might have felt like one. <laughs> you just don't know. So many people go completely time blind. At time blind. But anyway, the garbage first stage of labour for a first-time parent is eight hours. But if you can think of it this way, in the first hour, your contractions might only be around 20 minutes. Um, around every, no, oh my god, 20 minutes of contraction. <laughs> it might only be around every 20 minutes. So you might have a contraction and then you might not have another one for the next 20 minutes. It's probably going to last around 50 to 60 seconds, but like I said, could be even shorter. But that means in that entire hour, you're only having contractions for three minutes. Three minutes of contractions within an hour. Easy peasy. In your second hour, contractions might speed up to every 10 minutes, again, lasting 50 to 60 seconds. That's at most six minutes of contractions in an hour. That is it. Six minutes in an entire hour. In hour three... They might speed up to five minutes, so that's 12 contractions. 12 minutes of contractions in the third hour, right? 12 minutes in an entire 60 that you're having a contraction easy peasy. And then for the next five hours, if they're every three and 10 minutes, that's only 18 minutes of contractions. And for most people, they do not get closer together than three in every 10 minutes. For some of us, they do. Some people might get four in every 10 minutes, but it's quite rare. Most people have two to three in every 10 minutes in active labour. So in every hour, that's only 18 minutes of contractions. The rest of the hour, you're absolutely fine. What that means is that you're only having a contraction for 23% of the time you're in labour, in this first stage of labour. The other 77% of time in your first stage of labour is completely contraction-free, probably pain-free, Give you time to rest, recover, get comfortable, eat, drink, move around, talk to your partners, do whatever you want for 77% of the time you're not even having a contraction. And then like I've said about the contractions rising, peaking and falling each, for each contraction, you're only at the peak for around 20 seconds. So in those eight hours, you're only at the peak of a contraction for 7% of the time, for 7.5% of the time. So you're at peak contraction for 7% of the time. That's more than 90% of the time that you're not feeling the peak of a contraction. It is really, really super manageable you just need to reframe the way that you think about it. You just need to welcome these sensations. You need to welcome each stage of labour with open arms. Go into it with the feeling of my body was made to do this. Every sensation brings me closer to meeting my baby. I have got this. I can just take four deep breaths and then this sensation will have completely passed and I can refuel my body. I can get a hug from my partner. I can stick my headphones in. I can bounce on my birth ball and then we go again four more deep breaths, another one down. It is fine. You have got this. It's all about changing the way that we view birth. Our bodies were made to do this. Our bodies and our babies work together incredibly cleverly to make this experience easy, to make this experience manageable, to make this experience joyful. We just need to change the way that we think about it. So that concludes this episode on reframing contractions, reframing the sensations of labour, reframing the way that we think about birth. I really hope that it's been a helpful and interesting listen for you. If you would like to discuss this further then remember you can get my new online course, yay! Where we do talk about this topic in depth. So if you would like to sign up for my online course, you can still use the pre-launch code of TASTER where you get 20% off the entire course, which brings it down to £29. It's a pre-recorded online birth preparation and hypnobirthing course. And it is great if I do say so myself. I am (laughs) incredibly, incredibly proud of it. So the links to do that will be in the show notes while you're there i'll also leave the link for power hours which are one-off power hour sessions to get clarity on your circumstances for just 30 pounds we can talk about any aspect of pregnancy or birth in more detail and while you're there you can sign up for my free hypnobirthing tester session too and i will also leave a link to my website if you do want to chat more about my doula offerings my virtual doula offerings or my face-to-face hypnobirthing offerings If you have any more questions, then come hang out on Instagram where I'm at the Dungaree Doula and please do let me know if you enjoyed the episode. Um, I would really like to know your thoughts on this topic. So hop into my DMs, send me an email or leave a little review. Go check out the show notes for all of the links and thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do stick around, like, follow and subscribe or leave a little review if you don't mind. It is unbelievably helpful for me to receive reviews. So thank you in advance if you have the time to do that. I'll see you next week. Bye.